I recorded a video recently talking about my top relationship red flags. In other words, the qualities in someone else or certain characteristics that someone else might demonstrate when I'm dating them that might be potential indicators of problematic future complications, problematic future drama, and all the rest. And so I was thinking that it's really only appropriate that I create a video talking about my relationship green flags. In other words, the things that I look out for when I've been in the dating world that could indicate that the person I'm dating and I might have a good future together, that the person uh, who I'm dating is worthy of bringing into my life on a long-term basis. So stay tuned for today's video as I'm gonna share my top relationship green flags. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, relationship green flags. This one is a little more fun <laughs> and less depressing than the red flags video, so I'm looking forward to this. My first green flag is pretty simple. Uh, it's pretty obvious to my mind, but I don't think it's obvious to a lot of people. My first green flag is, you know, when I'm dating someone, is I wanna know, are they a happy person in general? Are they happy? Do they have a happy life? Do they have a happy disposition? Are they happy without me? I think this is so important. One thing that really makes me cringe, uh, that a thing that people say a lot, and I know people say it for different reasons and they mean different things, but it still kind of makes me cringe, is when they say things like, I want someone to make me happy, or I'm just looking for someone to make me happy. Or other people will say, this is a little less common, but other people will say, I just wanna make someone happy. The way I see it, the recipe for a healthy relationship is two happy people who are happier together, but also happy apart, also happy on their own. I really don't think you can have a great, a truly great long-term relationship or marriage until you're truly happy on your own, until you can be happily single. And when I'm dating, I pay very close attention to the, the person, the woman I'm dating, to make sure that they're just in general a pretty happy person without me. Now, of course, everyone has bad days. We all have problems. I'm certainly not happy 100% of the time. I'm happy a lot, <laughs> but not 100% of the time. But I want the person I'm dating to show that they are capable of being quite happy without me. I am not looking to save anyone and I'm not looking to be saved myself. You know, there's a lot of people out there who go looking for someone that they can save. You know, they want to rescue someone from themselves, from their own drama or whatever. And there's also people out there who want to be saved themselves. I'm not interested in that for all kinds of reasons I could spend hours talking about, but fundamentally it's a recipe for a really dysfunctional, unhealthy, unrealistic relationship. I wanna be with someone happy. My second relationship green flag is also kind of counterintuitive, but I, I think it's important. Are they kind to people they don't have to be kind to? It is such a turnoff for me when I'm in a restaurant and I see someone harassing the waitstaff or talking down to people or just in general kind of snobbery, you know, people who think that they're better than other people for whatever reason. I can't stand it when people treat people like that. And I think it's a huge red flag for a relationship. Now, I can't remember who said this to me, but someone said to me once, you wanna pay attention to the way she talks to the waiter when she's slightly annoyed, because she might be talking to you like that someday if you're in a relationship with her. If she's disrespecting the waiter, chances are pretty good that she's gonna start disrespecting you. You wanna keep that out of your life, and I followed that advice, and uh, it's worked out pretty well. So I wanna be with someone who's just in general kind, you know, and this kind of ties into the, the happy equation. Happy people are generally pretty kind. 
but I want to be with someone who's kind to people they don't have to be kind to. Another green flag, can I negotiate with this person? Or is this person so damn stubborn that they're completely, they can't take any critique, they can't take any criticism, there's no self-reflection, there's no self-accountability, it's my way or the highway, you know, that kind of uh, vibe. I find a huge turnoff, I don't want that in my life. I'm flawed in all kinds of crazy and complicated ways. I'm not a perfect person. I have lots of work to do and I want to be with someone who you can bounce ideas off with. Can you argue constructively, you know? It always worries me when someone says about their, their partner, we never fight, we've never had a fight because I feel like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's just going to be a nuclear bomb of a fight rather than like a minor kind of skirmish, you know, just outside of, uh, of the gates of battle. In other words, Things happen in life, we're all complicated, and there's going to be times when you clash. And I always try to pay attention to how well we clash. Do we take ownership of our own mistakes and failures and shortcomings? Can we negotiate with each other along those terms? Is our communication relatively good, relatively clean, for lack of a better word? In other words, we're not projecting and yelling and getting animated for no reason. Can we fight? constructively, can we negotiate with each other? Another huge green flag that people ask me about all the time, a big green flag for me is a matching, relatively matching sex drive and high sexual compatibility. I think physical attraction, sexual attraction is extremely important in a relationship. It's something that's very important to me. Uh, I'll spare you all the naughty details of my personal life and my sex life, but it's important to me. And when I'm dating someone and I get the sense that maybe we wouldn't be a great match on that level, for me, that is a deal breaker. I mean, I think that that kind of physical connection, sexual compatibility, all these things, physical attraction is extremely important. I want to be with someone who's on the same level. Another green flag, is she interested in personal growth? I'm not saying she has to be making personal development videos on YouTube. <laughs> I don't. In fact, one of those people in a relationship is probably enough, frankly. Uh, I don't say that they have to be a coach or a psychologist or anything, but are they interested in growing as a person? Do they have any interest in personal development whatsoever? Whatever that looks like for them. Again, remembering, I'm not trying to save anyone. I'm not trying to rescue someone from themselves. Ultimately, we all have to be our own salvation. We're all responsible for ourselves, for our own growth, for our own personal development. And I want to date someone, I want to date a woman who understands that who's taking ownership of her personal growth, who has at least some interest in becoming a better woman a year from now than she is today, the same way I want to be a better man a year from now than I am today. I think that's also very important for me when I'm dating someone and looking potentially to enter into a long-term relationship or marriage with someone. Another green flag, and this is related to one of the red flags I mentioned in the last video about lies and deception. A green flag is, is she honest with me even when it hurts? Is she honest with me even when I don't necessarily like what she's saying to me? Is she willing to take that risk that she might tick me off or she might even you know, possibly offend me when I ask her to be honest with me? Because again, I really, you know, this is by no means an original idea, but I really believe a healthy relationship is founded on honesty. If there's lies and deception, it's not going to work. And also I think it's important for whoever I'm dating to be honest with me even when I don't necessarily love what she's telling me. Because I want the truth. I don't really care if it hurts. When I ask someone a question, I want the truth. That's very important to me. Another green flag. This one took me a little longer to figure out, frankly, in my own personal life, but I think it's really important. Do we have compatible lifestyles? 
And by lifestyle, I mean just in general, the way we live our lives, our interests, the way we want to spend our weekend, you know, things like that. The sort of general day-to-day -day of being in the same place. Aside from the vacations, aside from the hotels, aside from special occasions, aside from dates, can we live together in a way that is relatively complementary? Even down to mundane things like what time do, does she like to go to bed? What time does she like to wake up? Because these things are important. These things matter. We don't necessarily have to be 100% simpatico on these things, but there should be some general compatibility there. For example, I'm in my mid-30s now. I'm in a place in my life where I really enjoy going out for a drink now and then, but I'm not at that point in my life anymore where I want to party until 4 a.m. I just, it's not interesting to me. I have too much I want to get done. I hate being hungover. <laughs> I want to make good videos. I want to do good work. I want to have good coaching calls. I'm really focused on my fitness and yada, yada, yada. I have a lot going on. And frankly, I couldn't date someone who wants to go out and get, you know, blackout drunk every weekend at the bar until 3 a.m. or whatever. Or she's really unhealthy and she hates the gym and she never wants to do anything like that. Or she doesn't like documentaries because, you know, I'm a documentary film junkie. Again, it's never going to be 100% simpatico, but just in general, I want someone who's interested in living kind of a similar kind of, in my case, laid back lifestyle to me. My final green flag that I'll share today, and maybe I'll make a part two on this video because even just recording this, I'm getting more ideas and more flags. <laughs> so maybe I'll record a part two. But the final green flag that I'll share today is in many ways the most important. My final green flag is, are they self-accountable? Now, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but I really want to emphasize this point. Are they self-accountable or do they have a victim mentality? It is not going to work if I'm dating someone who never accepts personal responsibility for their lives, never accepts responsibility for their own choices, their own decisions, their own destiny, their own direction in life. I can't be with someone who's just, it's everyone else's fault, you know, it's society's fault, or it's the government's fault, or it's your fault, or it's my parents' fault, and yada, yada, yada. I really believe that life only gets better once we take 100% personal responsibility for our lives. And it's really as simple as that. We've all been through challenges. We've all been through hardships. We've all had people wrong us. We've all had people hurt and disappoint and betray us. Yada, 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 you know the score. But at the end of the day, that doesn't matter because those people aren't there anymore. We are alone with ourselves fundamentally. And I need to be with someone who takes responsibility for their own lives. Now, if I love someone, of course, I'm gonna take some degree of responsibility for that woman. I'm gonna protect her where I can and I'm gonna love and nurture her and and all the rest. I'm not saying that it's like, oh, you're on your own with your problems, you're on your own with your life. But at the end of the day, I wanna be with someone who takes personal responsibility for their life, and more importantly, who takes personal responsibility, personal ownership for their direction in life, their direction in the future. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.